And I'll tell you guys since we're since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to the Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 64. In this episode, we are covering chapters 23 through 25 from the book King of Scars. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi Savayeni Casters. So we've got some listener cities we gotta say hi to. We do. First. We have Gandhi Nagar, India. Wow. Yeah. And then Wembley, Alberta, Canada. Thank you so, Thank so you. much. For those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. A dollar goes a long way. Your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Grisha cast. You can Venmo a tip to at B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Or cash app dollar sign B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Also, leaving a review on your podcast platform, liking and following us on our socials, especially our YouTube channel, would make us oh so very happy. Yes, and tonight we have a very special guest with us. It is a fan, and Alex responded last week when we asked if anybody had any good tea recommendations, which I didn't think anybody even was listening to. (laughs) And so... Anyways, it was awesome. We got a response um, and a tea recommendation. And so now let me present to you our friend and fan, Alex. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am great. How are you guys? We are good. We are great. So we are happy. Let's just first say that Alex recommended... That we try Stash is the is the brand, and it is a black tea, vanilla chai. So, we are going to try this. And so, oh, you've already got yours ready. Do I? No, I was talking about <laughs> Alex. Oh, my goodness, you do. Look at you. You are more prepared than yeah. we are. She's more prepared than we will ever be. <laughs> Come on. Probably. <laughs> so, All right. So. Okay. The moment of truth. The moment of truth. It is here. So. And. Well, I've not met a chai that I don't like. So. Mm. Yummy. Okay. So. Let's spill some tea, girl. Let's spill it. Okay. Still hot. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can no longer taste it because you've burnt all of your taste buds off. That is absolutely delicious. You're right, Alex. I love that. It's the only brand I'll drink. I love it so much. That is really good stuff. So for those of you out there wanting to try it, I found it on Amazon. Yay. Yeah, I think I got an entire... Um, sampler pack of stash for my partner uh, for Christmas. It was like came with like so many, like a hundred of those things. It was really good. So that's a good brand. Agreed. So we've got some questions, of course, since we have a guest, and we have to start off with a feared and Mary kill. And this is a good one, by the way, guys. So good. Um, I did not come up with this. Sid did. And has I, Alex heard this beforehand? No. Nope. Is this going to be a, oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Be prepared. So, and I love how this Feared and Mary Kill is, and you'll see why. So, Alex, Feared and Mary Kill, Nina on Parem, Nikolai as a demon, Kaz giving face, his scheming face. So, what's so brilliant about that is the fact that I've always just thought of characters, not like, you know, verbs going along with it specific times like Perem as a demon like oh yeah during certain times of their story that's awesome all right so I'd have to say Fjordan Nina on Perem because she can do things you know uh-huh absolutely um Mary has a scheming face was it yes 
because Kaz, obviously. <laughs> and kill Nikolai because he doesn't really have control over the demon. Yeah, you'd have to, I mean. Yet. Because, I mean, think about, like, Nikolai as a demon and, like, if you would marry or Fjordan him as a demon, he'd get eaten, <laughs> probably. And not in a good way. Yeah. So. Okay, so, like, I would Fjordan all of them. Oh. Can I just do that? Sure. That works. <laughs> I mean, the demon's a little scary. But, like, we all like the dark stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I totally agree with Alex. Like, I would do that exact same thing. But, like, I mean, we can feared in the people we marry, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Alex, what you got for us? Uh, for you guys, I have Fear to Mary Kill for Hannah, Isaac, and Leone. Wow. <laughs> that is a good one. All right, I got it. Do you got yours? Yeah, you go. Okay. So I would probably um, beard in Hana, just for obvious reasons. We won't need, we don't need to go down that road. Um, um, probably marry Isaac because he at least, I mean, we know that something is like coming up and we'll just say that he probably will get some sort of stipend and, you know, I might... <laughs> Get a share in that. And I actually really, I know, show me the Go coin. Girl. Coin. Um, but I actually do really like Isaac. I love his character. Mm -hmm. And then probably kill Leone just because, like, I don't know that much about her. And she's a little too sickingly sweet for me. So we'll just go with that. Okay, so that makes me really unoriginal because I got the <laughs> exact same thing. I mean, and the one thing I could say is just, like, I love Isaac. So yeah. much. Um, he's just so relatable. His character. So are you going to fear it in Isaac then? For obvious reasons? Well, I'm, I planned on marrying <laughs> Oh, okay. Isaac. Well, you, yeah, you can fear it in who you marry. Exactly. I've always incorporated that, duh. Don't you? It's not like a... I it mean, depends. I mean, if you marry, I always consider fearing <laughs> them. So, yeah. It's an important part of a relationship. Absolutely. It definitely is. Okay, so you have the same thing? Yeah. All right, what about Alex? Yeah, what would you uh, do? I think I'd have the same thing as well. Well, it's just like the Grishaverse.com test, guys. <laughs> we all got Kaz. And well, lucky I actually got Wyland. That was the only other answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you're one of the lucky few. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So now we have some questions. Yeah, you've got one. Okay, you? sure. Yeah. I will ask you, which book did you start the Grishaverse with? I started with Six of Crows because of a cosplayer that I follow did an adorable while and I'm like, well, now I gotta read it. <laughs> <laughs> and it matches your shirt, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. I still find that just fascinating that, like, I mean, there's just... There are different ways to enter the Grishaverse. I spoke to someone the other day that started with King of Scars and loved it. And I just, I find that impossible. But. So did you go back to the beginning after you got into it? Yes, I did. Did it make more sense? Well, yes, a lot more. So like Civil War. What are the orders? There's so much happening. And then I read before. I'm like, oh, okay. Exactly. Yep. And they say Alina dies in Six of Crows. So then to know that she's not really dead. Mm. Yeah. Well, so which, while we're on that subject of orders and stuff, um, do you have an order and a suborder that you would like to be in if you got to choose? If I got to choose, I'd love to be a corporalnik healer, but that's partly because I'm in the healthcare field. <laughs> Makes so much sense. <laughs> that's but great. what I got from the quiz, I believe I'm a alchemy under the fabricators. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's along with a lot of other people too. So, um, we're working on something. So I'll tell you about that later. Uh, well, that, well, this one was, we asked what you could choose. So we'll just say you're a healer. Yes. So in the Grisha verse, where would you vacation to, or where would you like to vacation to? I feel like I would like to vacation to Ol Salta because the little palace it is gorgeous. The grand palace is going to be gorgeous. It would be. I agree. As long as they're not at war and things aren't exploding. Yeah. But and if you're not a... <laughs> And if you're a healer, then uh, that's the place you're less likely to get killed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've got to... Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Nope. Uh, what character do you want to see a cameo of in Rule of Wolves? I would love to see how Elena's doing. <laughs> and possibly now. I agree. Completely. Totally. 100%. I um, I really want that to happen. I really, 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 really want that to happen. Um, so what do you think Alina's up to? I think they're still doing their thing at the orphanage and taking care of the kids. Maybe they'll go visit or she'll be called. I don't know. We do know that she gets, they do get visitors. Um, and I mean, at, I think it's at the end of Ruin and Rising where they talk that, like, I mean, she likes to paint and she's artistic and people are, I don't know. Yeah. And obviously the Triumvirate are stopping by. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Give her the Kefta and say, you'll always be one of us. I cried. Oh. I agree. <laughs> I know. It's very emotional. Eric's and- going to cry. That story, like, I'm sorry, like, the I, I love all of the Grishaverse, and then, like, when I read Six of Crows and everything else, I, I started loving those books more, but now I, like, have such an appreciation just for the first trilogy, because it's just, that's where everything was so, was based, and there's just so much history in those, so. um, Okay, this is an interesting one, because I've never done this before. So, if we, de- like... Okay, so if you're to marry kill, but if we deleted the kill, okay, so you would only have to choose a Fjordan or Mary, who would you Fjordan and who would you marry? And you get to pick. Oh, jeez. Out of the entire Grishaverse? Yeah, exactly. I would marry Kaz, because anyone crosses me, they're gone. (laughs) And Fjordan Nikolai. Oh. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of benefits out of that afterwards. That coin. <laughs> Either way, great benefits from people that can be very rich very quickly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an answer to that, Eric? No. <laughs> I haven't thought of one. Okay. Sorry. Uh no. Well, I mean, Nina's my girl, so I have to fear in her all the way. Uh, like, all the way. And then um, Nikolai is who I would marry. I'll think about it. Move on to the next question. I mean, if you don't, then... I mean, like, ugh, yeah, Nikolai. I mean, we're just like, but Kaz is so smart. That's such a smart answer. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, well, it's really hard. Yeah, I can't answer that yet. Um, circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back to that one. So, obviously, the trailer's been released, and I feel like that is one of those moments in time that, for us Grishaverse fans, we will never forget. Kind of like, I don't know, there's just places in history when things happen, you will never forget. When the trailer was released, what, how, where were you, what was going on, your experience? Well, like, you know, I work nights, so I was asleep when it dropped. I woke up. And I got all these messages and people screaming at me about it. So I immediately hit Instagram. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. And I was crying. I was shaking. I was screaming. My neighbors called. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I promise. Wow. <laughs> well. Yeah, we were texting each other, yeah. crying. 
I had a Zoom meeting. (laughs) I had to run to the bathroom to see it. And like, I started immediately crying um, when after the end shows for Netflix and the music starts and you see this burst of light and Mal Mal is running and saying, Alina, I burst out in tears (laughs) and then had to walk back into my job and was a red face dead and people were like what's up i was like just watched a trailer to my show (laughs) one of my stories so anyways well you've got something to share with us so what is that girl okay so the grishaverse has a discord and for those that don't know what that is it's basically a giant group chat where there are different chat rooms within it where we can talk about the show talk about what we're excited for, books coming out and all that. We share photos from the cast, from crew and everything. It is so much fun. And we have so many things that we're planning within it. And I will let you know, I actually just became a member and 100% agree. It is what I've been looking for. And it is, it's amazing. It is just a place where you can go and be be with all your Grishaverse fans at any time of the day. And like, I feel like there's always people there and you can, there's different chat rooms for different discussions and um, it's just really neat. So check that out. We are going to make sure that we have a link for that. Um, So you guys can, yeah, we're going to put that on our website. So probably check that out tomorrow and um, at grishacast.com. And I be- there's a link that's that links from the show. Thank you, producer. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot because I don't think I was supposed to say that anyways. But that's the wonderful part of this podcast. I always mess things up. So anyways, join Discord. It's amazing. And we do have a um, at the end of the show in GrishaCast News, we've got some really special GrishaCast News for you guys that involves Discord. So get ready. <laughs> Alex knows what it is. So, well, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. And awesome tea. This was great. Yes. So you go have a wonderful rest of evening, whatever. Yeah, you said you're going to work. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You guys have a great one. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to listen to the rest of the episode when it drops. Aw, well, we love it, too. We love you. Bye. We had so much fun. Thank you. Aw, that was awesome. So much fun. We had a guest, and it was a fan. And that was really hard because we've never had to, like, be careful of, like, (laughs) tripping up and then, like, muting her. That was the problem because, obviously, obviously, you know, I can't shut up. (laughs) <laughs> so then if I said something, it would mute her. And uh, so it was really, we're working on that, guys. We yeah, are. Yes. So, but anyways, hey. It was fun. Hey, you got to see her. That was amazing. Alex, Alex is great. She is. And Alex is, she, Alex is amazing. We've got some really cool stuff planned for you. But we need to start this show. <laughs> so. Get the show on the road. Yeah. Okay. So hit it, girl. You got the chapters. All right. I have chapter 23, which follows Isaac. And if I could have read the entire chapter, then it would have been appropriate because a lot of information falls in this chapter. Not a lot of like actual action happens, but like a lot of background information. Um, So I started this off with a quote, which is Eric's favorite thing to do. Um, But I just like Isaac's chapters. He'd made it through three days of parties, dinners, and meetings, and no one had attempted to murder him again. It was a bit like being on the front. You survive for an hour, then another hour. You hope to make it through the day. At night, Isaac fell into bed and lay staring at the ceiling, heart pounding, thinking of the many things he'd done wrong and the many more things he was bound to do tomorrow. So that's where where he is. Um, so today, they're going to enjoy... Um, the morning on the lake beside the little palace, and then they're going to picnic on the shores. Um, we've arranged. Uh, <laughs> I love a little picnic. I know. They're going to have a little picnic. I think on the barge, I think is what they said. And so then I have another quote because I just, you know, have to do it. 
We've arranged for you to spend some time with the shoe princess before lunch, Tamar had told him. And I... Do what with her? Be charming. Ask her about her guards and how long she's known them. Get us any information you can. Can't you and Tolia just bond with the Tav guard over your shoe childhoods or something? The twins exchanged a glance. We're worse than Rovkins to them, said Tamar. We had a shoe father, but we wear the tattoos of the sun saint and serve a foreign king. Why did you choose service, Jaravka? We didn't, said Tamar. Tolia put his hand to his heart. We chose Alina. We chose Nikolai. All of this, he gestured to the palace grounds, means nothing. Isaac didn't know what to say to that. He considered himself a patriot, but he could admit, unlike the king, Rafka had never particularly been kind to him. End quote. So that go that just kind of gives a little background on Tolia and Tamar. Um, that they chose Alina. They didn't necessarily choose Rafka, because Rafka hasn't always been awesome. Yeah. Um, That's dedication. Yes, it is. Um, one more little quote before we move on that just hit in just the right way when Isaac is asking what to do with the princess and Tamar says, quote, just listen to her. Ask her questions. Women don't want to be seduced. They want to be seen and listened to, end quote. The truer statement has never been spoken. <laughs> so take note. Take note. This is some damn good tea, too. It is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So they're on the barge. For the picnic. Mm-hmm. And Isaac. The barge. The barge. Oh, barge. That's a fun word. It is. And Isaac is trying to look relaxed <laughs> by drinking some like peach wine or something. Um, a Fjordini ambassador wants to tour the Grisha school. Mm. Weird. But Jinya is like, oh, silly. You can do that whenever you want to. But the students aren't here right now. They're traveling with their teacher. So sorry, it'd be boring. Um, but really, they sent the students away <laughs> because they knew um, that the enemy, the Fjordans, were going to be there. And yet another quote. Like I said, this chapter just had a lot of background. Um, this is Isaac and Jinya talking about her time in the palace. She says, quote, I convinced myself that the suffering I endured was an honor because I was the Darkling soldier and his spy. He trusted me above all others, and one day all would know the good I'd done him. He could not have managed his coup so easily without the information I fed him. But he didn't leave me to the king's predations to punish me. He just never even considered my misery. What was the anguish of one girl if it might help to earn him an empire? He was playing a long and complicated game, end quote. So that just gave a little bit... um, about Jinya, um, that she was hanging out, feeding the Darkling information because she thought it was going to be good for her. Yeah. So it's just it's just interesting to fill in some of the gaps of like the story we already know sometimes. Of yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Oh. So then all of a sudden they're interrupted by a girl falling in a lake. Ah! <laughs> Isaac is like is told to go rescue her, but he's like. Not going because he can't swim. It's like me. <laughs> Just I'd be standing like, there staring at someone drowning like, I don't know. Sorry. Um, so with the help of the Grisha, he saves Birgitta, 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 and the crowd applauds. Oh, King. That was the name? Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out what you were Birgitta, saying. Birgitta, B-I-R-G-I-T-T-A, Birgitta. Yeah, go for it. I don't know. It's whatever. Um, And the... The crowd just goes wild for King Nikolai's bravery. He saved the girl. Poor Borgita. <laughs> I would definitely not have done anything. I'm not going to get my shoes wet. Because if I'm, like, I mean, if I'm. But a- you're supposed to be the prince. Like, you're supposed to, like, be convincing all these people that you're the prince. And Nikolai would 100% just go for it. I know, honey. But if I was a prince, <laughs> you know I would not be doing that. I'd be having, like, someone be giving me a pedicure. <laughs> like, at that. All you Grisha. Ready to go. Yeah, go save her, by the way. <laughs> oh, and I love that kapta. Please ask her for it. <laughs> you know. I don't think the princess would wear. Oh, no, she wouldn't. You're right. But cute dress. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, I want to borrow her shoes. Um, after Isaac recovers, <laughs> David tells him that they traced the trigger device that was used to rig the door, if you remember last week, um, was most likely feared in. Shocker. 
They say this is good news, though, since the Fjordans are already enemies, doesn't change anything, and that that means the shoe are still potential allies because the shoe weren't the ones that put it there. And even though the Kurt tried to get into the labs for some reason, why they did that wasn't very clear. Um, but they are going to take the Kirch out to the Gilded Bog, if you remember, that is Count Kerrigan's place, to show them the Ismarzia. And if you don't remember that, that's the cool new submarine. <laughs> that's right. Ismarzia. Ismarzia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after uh. they get through the plans of the night's formal dinner, Isaac decides to go for a little walk. Julia follows, of course. and. Um, by one of the ponds, Princess Airy, the shoe princess, sat on a wide rock. Seeing this as the perfect opportunity to make up for not meeting her, because remember, he was supposed to go meet her, but then chick falls in a lake. Um, he decides to sit down and chat her up. We learn a lot about her, like how she's expected by her family to marry him and how she would rather actually be a top guard. Mm -hmm. Like that name. Tavgard? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I just, like, once I was able to finally pronounce it, yeah. Yeah, because it sound, it looks like Tavgarad. Um, <laughs> he takes this opening to talk about her, um, her little soldiers there. They come from all over to test and train and hope to be chosen. If chosen, they leave their families just like Grisha do, and it's the hardest on the sets of twins, which are actually very common among the shoe. Remember Tolia Tamara? Well, yeah. Um, so the princess and Isaac recite some poetry, which he wasn't supposed to do, but the Oops. princess likes poetry. They talk about inappropriate things like oh. belching, and they enjoy so many laughs together. <laughs> you want to talk about inappropriate things, go to the very <laughs> beginning of this podcast. <laughs> the very beginning. Yes. Um, it's oh. short-lived, though, because the Fjordan princess walks up and interrupts them. And that's the end of the chapter. Well. So. I love that chapter. It's yes, good. There's a lot of stuff in there. Again, like not a lot of action, really. Just like we get a lot of little pieces to everything. Yeah. And I'm proud of the way, like, I'm proud of him. Like, he did a good job. Isaac, like, did what he was supposed to do. Yes. He pretended to be Nikolai. He did what he needed to do for the crown. Do it. <laughs> that was very manly of you. Um, <laughs> that's the Butch Eric. Butch Eric. Actually, no, I'm sorry. There is no Butch Eric. <laughs> that is one laughing. of my characters. So, um, yeah. Remember the apparat? He needs to come back. Oh. Yeah, he's creepy. <laughs> Practice those voices. Uh, um, yeah. So then chapter 24 follows yeah. Nina. Mm. Nina, Adric, and Leone are making plans to get the girls out. They're keeping their toxins Zimini and away from the convent. Mm. Obs. Nina spots Trassel again and realizes that he is herding all the other wolves away from the poison river. Aww. Interesting. What? A, but of course, I love. I mean, dogs are so smart. Yes. I mean, I know he's a wolf, but you but know, Trassel. family. Trassel. Oh, I want to boop Trassel. Um, the plan is to get well. the what? You boop. Said boop. Boop. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Get your mind out the gutter. I was going to say, I was like, girl, I yeah, never no, heard about not, that. No. I mean, we're best friends and all, but I haven't heard you ever mention. Okay, all go right, on, so please. moving right along. The plan is to get the women and their babies out and make it through the checkpoint before anyone knows they're missing. It also involves explosives, by the way, and Leone is reluctant <laughs> uh, because she'd obviously be the one to, that's why she's reluctant. She'd have to build the explosives. Right. Okay. I, so. <laughs> I got it, girl. I mean, yeah. Um, all right. Love so you. <laughs> we need a distraction, said Nina. Once we get clear, the bombs will start a fire in the active portion of the factory that will spread to the maternity ward. By the time it's extinguished and they realize there are no bodies to be found, the girls will be well on their way to Hajar. There, a whaler commissioned by members of the Hringza would be waiting to take them to Ravka. They will also get regular Jurda, and Leone will create a sedative so that the women can get through their addiction on the journey. So they're going to give them, like, yeah. real 
Jerda, not Jerda Perim. In um, our word, in our world, that would be Kalatapin. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Um. So Adric will wear a soldier's uniform and stuff the sleeve mm. because a real Fjordan soldier wouldn't be missing an arm. Right. Um. Nina and Leone will wear spring maiden pinafores. And spring maidens. Spring I'm... maiden. It's like their word for nun, I think. Yeah, it's so weird. Um. Yeah, well, mother and spring. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad you think Lots those are water. like I, spring. Yeah, I think those are both just weird. Yeah, nouns. It's a lot to do with <laughs> agua. Um, Nina also mm-hmm. says that Hana will help, though the other two are skeptical. Uh, the next morning during Zimini lessons, um, they were interrupted when the well mother sent someone for Hana because hi, your daddy's here. Up, up, up. <laughs> Everyone, including Hana, looks visibly shaken. Like everyone is freaked out, which is starting to like worry Nina. Yeah. Like um, she's like, hey, have fun. And then they're like, oh no. Oh no, Mia Yonderstadt. <gasps> he wants to meet you too. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <sighs> so they walk down to the well mother's office. And there's a man standing in the window, and Nina's blood runs cold as she realizes who the man is before he even turns around. It's Jarl Broom. Bump, bump. So, his. So. Yes, that mm-hmm. is Hannah's daddy. That... Did you see that one coming? I didn't when I first read this. I absolutely did not. I kind of did. But you did. Yes. I, did. I, I didn't. I don't know if I said it. You didn't, but I here. knew you and I were talking and you said I have, a, you had like a thought. An inkling. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> An inkling. Yes. That um, because of the way they kept saying that Hannah worries about her dad and her dad is like really into like feared and values. And we knew that your broom would have to come back at some point. And they were talking uh, about Hannah kind of in the way they did like Wyland. Like they were hiding yeah. Wyland's dad about who he was, but he was worried. Yeah. So anyway, see, you're such a br- the- you're a brilliant reader that catches those. <laughs> I'm just like I never catch that stuff. I just keep reading. So like, um, I yeah. I kind of wish that I didn't catch it so that I could be like, because <gasps> mm. when it comes to it, I'm like, uh huh. Um, so <laughs> apparently his scalp had come off, you know, like in the big battle, and somebody had sewn his scalp back on. That there's like a seam. <laughs> I and bet, no hair. Bah. I bet that is atrocious. Oh, yes. On a very terrifying man, yes. Get a hat. <laughs> um, so after some hellos to Hana, he turns to Nina, or Mila, to question her about how old she is and where she learned Zimini, et cetera, et cetera. She learns in this conversation that he responds well to flattery and timidity, and she starts to use that to her advantage. He seems very satisfied with her answers and her demeanor, uh, but wants to question the other two Zemini traders, which we know as Adric and Leonie. So they better get their story straight. Get up on it. As he leaves to chat with Hana, the well mother accuses Nina of wanting to woo Jarl Broom. Ew. Mm. But Nina remembers Kaz's words. What's the easiest way to steal a man's wallet? Tell him you're going to steal his watch. So she will use the well mother's accusations to her advantage to distract the well mother from her actual plan. Brilliant. As is here. Anna is actually like freaked out by Nina's performance and why she acted so weak. And Nina tells her that she has to know how ruthless her father is, like how dangerous he is. Like you have to know this girl. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I just had to do what I needed to do. Hana eventually accepts it, and they have a tender moment talking about Nina's past and how Hana would like to have Nina's confidence. Nina says that she's glad that she met Hana, and Hana responds with, Oh, that's good, because my father wants you to come to dinner tonight. <laughs> well. Apparently, Nina gets a scheming face of her own, because <laughs> Hana says, You're planning something, aren't you? And Nina's like, mm-hmm, and I want you to become who your father has always wanted you to be. End of chapter. 
I feel like that chapter should have ended with a snap. <laughs> a Nina snap? Yep, like, uh, when you're done reading it, uh, like, yep, snap just comes out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. said, girl. That's what yep. she said. So, you did good, girl. You did those two chapters. <gasps> hey, yeah, you got it. And then, okay, so let's move on um, into chapter 25, which is our last chapter, and it is Nikolai. Um, and starting off with a quote. Nikolai was getting better at calling the monster, but his mood seemed to be growing darker. He was quieter and more distant at the end of each visit with Elizaveta, though it was Zoya who had to face drowning. By now, they didn't think Elizaveta had any real intention of killing her, but the monster still seemed to believe the threat was real, a fact that didn't sit well with Zoya. Thanks to her lessons with Juris, she suspected she could break through the amber walls the saint erected around her, and when the sap began to rise around her legs, it was hard not to try. But she wasn't there to prove her strength, only to help Nikolai make the monster rise, from general of the Grisha army to bait for a monster. It was not a position she enjoyed, and the own and only the progress she'd made in Juris's lair kept her temper from getting the best of her, end quote. Yeah, I can't imagine Zoya's bait. I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> I mean, but also when I think of bait, I absolutely like, nope, not going to go on that story. Sorry, it'd just be too long. It's about fishing, and I wasn't a good fisher. <laughs> um, so, but, okay, so Zoya is actually visiting in Elizabeth's tower. So we're going to get a little tour now of here. Um, and it reminds her of, like, a beehive. And so here's a little, here's a quote kind of explaining it. Six sides to the chamber, six sides to each amber panel that comprised its soaring walls. Was this why the little palace had been built on a hexagonal plan? Zoe had seen the shape repeated in Grisha buildings, their tombs, their training places. Had it all begun with Elizaveta's hive? End quote. That'd be really weird if it did. Um, but, hey. So then, um, surprise, you know, when you're, like, in a room and you're just kind of, like, watching stuff. And then all of a sudden, someone just, like, says something. Then, like, you get shocked. <laughs> yep, that's that's creepy Elizaveta. Just creeping on in. Her voice is all Zoya hears. Um, and just kind of comes out of nowhere. And kindly starts talking to Zoya about being one of the Darkling students. Uh, Zoya tries to answer by just admitting she was in the second army while he was in control. Not like, you know, just saying, well, yeah, I was, I was in the second army when he was in control. Not that I worshipped him and adored the ground he walked on because now I hate him. Um, anyways, uh, quote, Elizabeth slanted her a grace. You needn't play coy with me, Zoya. I knew him too. Zoya's surprise must have shown because Elizaveta said, oh yes, all of us crossed paths with him at one time or another. I met him when he had only just begun his service to the Ravkin kings when I was still in my youth. End quote. We don't gotta worry about being old girl. I mean, (laughs) she's like talking about I was in my youth when the Ravkin Kings, I'm guessing, like, the beginning of time, yes. like, Lord, when the Big Bang happened in the Grishaverse, if a Big Bang happened in the Grishaverse. I don't know. Lee, you need to tell me. How did that happen? <laughs> so Zoya asked if he if he knew how powerful she was, Elizabetta, like, how powerful she was, and she then says, like, she didn't even know at that time how much power she had, but... She did note he could tell that she had the potential and great power and was drawn to her. Zoya asked what he was like, and Elizaveta says, Arrogant, idealistic, beautiful. Elizaveta smiled ruefully, her fingers trailing the spine of the thorn tree. It curled to meet her like a cat arching its back. I met him many times through the years, and he adopted many guises to hide his true self. But the faces he chose were always lovely. He was vain. End quote. I just love that history. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's been around forever. And I am 
for some reason, just saying Elizaveta drives me nuts. So I'm going to start calling her Queen Bee, okay? So <laughs> Queen Bee then tells Zoya that she sees the way King Nikolai looks at Zoya and that that, that is the reason that she uses Zoya's bait mm-hmm. uh, to bring out the shadow monster. Zoya, I guess, just hasn't really thought about this. And, um, yeah. But she does notice that the bees in this hive are acting very oddly. Um, they sound weird. I can't imagine what that would be like. Because no. I can't imagine a bee sounding weird. Terrifying. I mean. Bees so, are scary anyway. <laughs> yeah, and this whole, like, tower that she's in just sounds very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes bees very scary. It makes the hive very scary. Um, because, I mean, I don't know. Anyways, um, Zoya then, this is a quote, says, What's down there, Zoya asks. What's wrong with them? Talking about the bees. The bees are every part of me, said Elisaveta. Every triumph, every sadness. This part of the hive is weary. It is tired of life. That bitterness will spread to the rest of the hive until all existence will lose its savor. That is why I must leave the fold, why I will take on a mortal life, end quote. Okay, so we got a sad part of the hive. So, I mean, it's in like, I don't know, just move to a different part. <laughs> you know, have the party part of the hive. I mean, where would I, what room would I decorate and make fun? I'll let you guys know. That would be fun to think about. But obviously, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent that only exists in my mind. And um, so, got to remember, yeah, um, Elizabeth, um, Queen Bee wants to be mortal. So Zoya asks if she's really ready for that. And she says this hive, she isn't able to like hide her hurt and her pain as most people can in this hive. And I think she's talking about also like this part of the fold, which is not part of the fold, but, you know, it's like the darker side of the moon fold. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like just so... She can't hide her pain. And this next quote I really loved. Um, Elisabetta nodded. Most women suffer thorns for the sake of the flowers. But we who would wield power adorn ourselves in flowers to hide the sting of our thorns. End quote. Oh, I know. I Very like poetic. We- sure is. Queen Bee sure is poetic. <laughs> so, so it goes. She leaves. Thank God. Elizabeth, we're done with her for a little bit. So Zoya goes to train with Juris. Juris mentions how he had hoped that she would have been farther along in her studies. She disagrees. Juris says that she can only summon wind, but fire and water should also be at her command. So like Zoya, who has been like perfect at everything, I'm sure is just like shocked. Yeah. Um, like what? I'm working my tail off. (laughs) And, yeah. So here's this quote. It didn't seem possible, but in only a short time, Juris had shown her that the boundaries of Grisha power were more flexible than she'd ever have believed. Are we not all things? They were words she remembered from long ago, from the writings of Ilya Moritzova, one of the most powerful Grisha ever known he had theorized that there should be no grisha orders no divisions between powers if the science was small enough if all matter could be broken down to the small to to the same small parts then a talented enough grisha should be able to manipulate those parts mortzova had hoped that creating and combining amplifiers was the way to greater grisha power but what if there was another way end quote of course, you know that I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, love, love, love that. Love here. Like, it's mm, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Zoya commands him to, like, show me then. You know what? You got all this game. You're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got because I ain't going to, I'm not going to hear you complaining and I'm not failing. So he has, okay, so I think I've kind of forgot. Um, He's in his dragon form. <laughs> by the way, (laughs) which is an easy thing to kind of forget. So, um, you know, he's in his drags um, up in some... He's in drag. He is. Dragon is his... Dragon is his drag. drag. Dragon. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
girl. You came <laughs> out with a new song. Drag, drag, gun. Uh, mm. My drag on. My drag on. In my dragon. Okay, RuPaul's Drag Race. TM. That's ours. Grisha Katz owns it. <laughs> drag on. Oh my god, that's amazing. Licensed. Oh my god, I'm gonna use it. Drag <laughs> on. Ugh. Love it. Okay. Anyways, could I be I any more gay? Okay. It is not. Um. Okay. So he. Um. Yeah. Gotta compose myself. Sorry, I really lost it there. But um. Okay. So. Um. Here's a quote. It is not an offer I make to just anyone, Storm Witch. So, um, oh, I forgot to explain that. I'm sorry. Zoya commands him to show her, and he has her, he says, okay, well, then climb on my back. <laughs> okay. Because okay, he's a dragon. Okay. And he says, it is not an offer I make to just anyone, Storm Witch. Noted. Um, thank you, Flying Dragon. Thank, um, and you know what? What came into my mind after this was just like, you know, like entering like an airline. <laughs> you could please place all your um, carry-on items under, I don't know, somewhere. The captain is expecting high amounts of turbulence. I don't know. Anyways, please keep I'm... all arms and legs inside the dragon at all times. Today's flight is a short five minutes. <laughs> and we will have beverages coming shortly. Yeah. God, I would not make a good host. I don't know. Flight attendant. But also, please make sure to stay aboard um, and really get seated because you'll just fly off at any point. You're on a dragon. These aren't seats, <laughs> which I'm sure is horrifying. Um, anyways, Juris del- tells her to hold on tight, and she climbs aboard. Here's a quote. Zoya gasped and clung tight as Juris's wings flapped once, twice, and he launched himself into the colorless sky. The wind rushed against her face, lifting her hair, making her eyes water. She had flown before. This was definitely her Beyonce moment, you know, the hair flying. Okay. <laughs> um, this was nothing like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nick, um, she had flown before and had traveled on Nikolai's flying contraption contraptions this was nothing like that she could feel every shift juris made with the currents as he rode the wind the movement of the muscles beneath his scales even the way his lungs expanded with each breath she could feel the force of a stampede in the body beneath her and the heaving power of a storm-tossed sea so they're flying in quote they're flying into the fold and um she kind of starts to like see something in the distance doesn't really know what it is um and she um starts to kind of um recognize it this dark spot on the fold happens to be novo krabirsk or what's like left of it to um we got to remember that was destroyed by the darkling and shadow and bone yes um I'm sure it was built up a little bit, but I'm sure after that also, like, I mean, there's a lot of negativity in that area. So this sends Zoya down memory lane where we find out a lot about Zoya and the way she grew up. And um, I found this so interesting because obviously um, I think this is what made me fall in love with Zoya too. So we find out that she grew up poor and was just always trying to get like her mother's approval. And also, she was always lovely. But at age nine, Zoya caught the attention of a 63-year-old. Um, okay, so that's weird. Um, and he had already been married twice. And, you know, just like a good mother would, thinks that, you know what? Maybe I'll let the 63-year-old man marry my nine-year-old Zoya. Because mm-hmm. that is so kind. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyways, the mother's name is Sabina, not Sabrina, but Sabina. <laughs> and um, I find it horrible. It's scary. It's sad. So literally, she plans this marriage that is going to happen. And Sabina's obviously doing it for money because why else would you do that? And doesn't care about Zoya's feelings at all. And it's just so sad because you think, like, I mean, you read that Zoya is just constantly trying to get her mother's approval. So she's doing this and like, uh, so anyways, we find finally, there's a good part. 
we meet Liliana, who we've read about, and Liliana is Sabina's good sister. Yeah, so <laughs> Sabina's the bad witch, and Liliana is the good Belinda witch. So she comes to the save the day. She comes to the house the night before the wedding and is just begging her sister to, like, listen to reason and think, like, you can't do this to your daughter. And don't forget, she's nine. Um, but she doesn't care about it at all. And Sabina kicks her sister out of her house. So the next morning, the wedding is about to happen in the ceremony. And the cer- at the ceremony, Liliana was there and starts preaching how disgusting the situation is. So you got, um, I guess, you know, it's probably during that moment when they're like, does anybody disagree with this marriage or have any or forever hold your peace? Liliana, I guess, steps up. And this is probably when she said that. So. The groom started to um, get a little upset, and this is a little graphic, but starts to beat Liliana mm-hmm. um, until the fact that her eyes roll back in her head. Um, so this is pretty hard for Zoya to see, too. Um, Zoya's still, like, she's small. Here's the quote. Zoya screamed, the sound tearing from her, an animal cry, a wild gust of wind slammed into Valentine Grunken. Oh, sorry, forgot to tell you, that's his name, but I didn't care. (laughs) Anyways, that's the groom. Knocking him to the ground, his walking stick went clattering. Zoya fisted her hands, her fear and rage pouring from her in a flood. A churning wall of wind erupted around her and exploded into the eaves of the church, blowing the roof from its moorings with an ear-splitting crack. Thunder rumbled through a cloudless sky. The wedding guests bellowed their terror. Zoya's mother gazed at her daughter with frightened eyes, clutching the pew behind her as if she might collapse without its support. Liliana, one hand pressed to her bleeding head, cried, You cannot sell her off now. She's Grisha. It's against the law. She is the property of the king and will go to school to train. End quote. And I can't believe I accidentally did that Grisha thing. Like, I don't know if anybody caught that, but um, <laughs> I did when I was doing that Fjordan thing. Grisha! Grisha! Okay, so... So Zoya basically saved herself. Yeah, and this is probably... This obviously is the first time that Zoya realizes power, mm-hmm. and as we've learned, I mean, if you haven't been tested, you um, it's usually you find out when you get upset or really strong emotions happen so um zoya and liliana flee the church together um never to step foot there again and here's this next part and i absolutely adore this quote sounds like i say that about everything but you know so here we go quote it was liliana who took zoya still dressed in her wedding finery to azalta they had no money for ends so they slept in ditches and tucked into Copses shivering in the cold. Imagine we are on a ship, Liliana would say, and the waves are rocking us to sleep. Can you hear the masts creaking? We can use the stars to navigate. Where are we sailing to? Zoya had asked, sure she could hear something rustling in the woods, to an island covered in flowers, where the water and the streams taste sweet as honey. Follow those two stars and steer us into port. Every night, they traveled somewhere new, a coastline where silver seals barked on the shores, a jeweled grotto where they were greeted by the green gilded lord of the deep, until at last they arrived at the capital and made the long walk to the palace gates. End quote, and I'm in tears, because (laughs) like, come on, that is, if you caught in the beginning... The, when Zoya's talking about her room and the way she designed it, there's this small little ship with two stars. Yep. Ah! <laughs> Nobody else feels that way? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh, but I can't hear you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> They're all yelling back at you. I'm, yes, I'm crying. I hope everybody listening is crying right now. Oh. I did do a good performance of that. You did. Good job. Okay. So anyways, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta move it. So, 
Um, so they're at Alzalta, so Zoya gets tested, and of course they discover that Zoya's got power, but actually it's a little bit astonishingly like a unique power, they notice. Um, the testers gave Liliana some money for tr for the travels, and also that was just the way that it happened. If someone brought a Grisha to the small palace, they got paid um, for bringing them there, because obviously, think about the world then. Grisha, like, especially children, like, they're going to be killed if they're Grisha. Mm -hmm. Zoya didn't want her to leave. Um, and this is sad. Here's this quote. Will you be all right? Zoya asked her. I will be fine. I will be better than fine knowing you are safe. Go now. I can hear the chickens clucking. They're very cross with me. Liliana kissed both of Zoya's cheeks. Do not look back, Zoya. Do not look back at me or your mother or Parnichna. Your future is waiting. End quote. That was really good, but I don't think I said that. Panichna? Yeah. Panich. There's no N before. Sorry. I just kind of went <laughs> with it, you know? Um, Pach, Pachina, I think is what it is. Pachina? Yeah. I should have listened to the audiobook again. <laughs> A research. But I love that, like, my, like, theater, like, um, like, just came right in, and I was just like, whatever. Panichna! Yeah. We'll just make it. Yeah, so, if you don't act like it's wrong, then it's not wrong. Yes, exactly. And that, you know, the rule of drag, if you don't know the words, then you just say watermelon, watermelon, which always made no sense to me because if you see someone mouthing watermelon over and over and over <laughs> again, you see them mouthing a watermelon. On stage, it's watermelon peanut butter. Oh, well, I forgot the peanut butter part. I don't know about, I mean, drag, they just said watermelon, but like when I, all the time we're on stage, like if you. Oh, well, that did kind of look like. Yeah. If drag you just say like, yeah. You're going to have to go and watch that on YouTube. <laughs> or mouthing words. That was really no. good. It's good for a podcast. Yes, it like is, mouth isn't words it? And not say anything. Uh, I told Chris we should never do video. <laughs> okay. So anyways, moving on. Um, yeah. I, okay. So, uh. <laughs> I know, I always get myself distracted. But um, training started right away. Zoya was just, you know, ready and would write letters to her aunt Liliana. And, you know, it was just cute because, like, Liliana would say that she's like, the chickens are good. And I guess Liliana is like, just, you know, lives on a farm, hangs out with the chickens. Oh. Um, and um, parents of Grisha, um, by the way, the, oh, I'm sorry, parent, yeah, parents of Grisha children got a stipend if their Grisha were being trained. So, all of a sudden... Okay, so here's this quote. When Zoya learned this, she petitioned the Berser to send the money to her aunt in Novokrabirsk inst instead. Liliana Garin is my guardian, she told him. Are your parents dead then? Zoya had cast him a long look and said, Not yet. Even at ten, she'd had such cold command in her eyes. End quote. Yeah, go girl. Zoya studied hard, and six years later, as a junior soldier, she was allowed to cross the fold of Novokrabirsk. She was so excited, she ran as fast as she could um, to see her aunt. And she, when she did, she found her. Like, um, she learns that um, there's this little boy in there, and Liliana is like, of course, being like so nice and taking care of this poor little orphan named Lada who had lost his parents not being able to have returned from the fold um so anyways that's just sad and this next part I know I'm gonna read another quote but when the darkling had used Alina to gain control of the fold and expand it he destroyed Novokrabirsk to sh show his enemies his power the darkness had consumed the city turning its buildings to dust and its people to pray for the unnatural monsters that roamed its depths in the wake of the disaster all crossings had ceased and it had taken weeks for news of the casualties to reach Krabirsk. the second army was in chaos the sun summoner had disappeared or been killed and the darkling was said to have emerged somewhere in west ravka but zoya did not care she could only think of liliana she'll be sitting in her little shop with lada and the chickens she told herself so she's traveling all will be well. Zoya waited and 
and prayed to every saint returning to Krabirsk dry docks day after day, begging for news. And finally, when no one would help her, she com- oh, I'm sorry, she pretty she got on a small skiff of her own and entered the fold with no one to protect her. So real quickly, that's after all that happened. She's going to check on her, and I mean, she got on a skiff by herself to go through the fold, which I can imagine. Here's the rest of this quote. She knew that if the Volker found her, she would die. She had no lighter fire with which to fight them. She had no weapons but her power, but she'd taken the tiny craft and entered the dark alone in silence. She had traveled long miles to the broken remnants of Novokrobirsk. Half the town was gone, swallowed by the darkness that reached all the way to the fountain in the main square. End quote. Because it's just sad. She ends up going, and of course, Liliana's not there. But she does find this um, old man, and um, he um, tells her that... Actually, I'm sorry, I can't remember whether it's an old man or a woman. But whoever it is, tells Zoya that he would have not survived if Liliana hadn't pushed him out of the way. Mm-hmm. So, like, Zoya gets pissed because, of course, she's like, of course... Yeah, Liliana, being nice, you killed yourself. And that, you're just so sad. So, anyways, Zoya then makes her trip back to Krabirsk, where she'd learned that the Darkling had raised his banner and called his loyal Grisha to him. Members of the Second Army were deserting, flocking to the Darkling side, or returning to Azalta to try to mount a campaign against him. So, we're back in the history. Zoya had stolen a horse and ridden through the night to the capital. She would find the Darkling. She would destroy him. She would take away his dream of ruling Ravka, even if she had to lead the Second Army herself. Um, I just said that kind of as a quote, and I'm sorry, that's just my words. <laughs> Zoya, but, so Zoya never told Alina the details of why she had chosen to fight along her side, but that's it. Um, and she'd... She'd stood shoulder to shoulder with the Sun Saint. Um, Juris tells Zoya she must deal with this pain. Okay? And here we go. This is the end of the chapter. And it's a quote. Zoya, the dragon rumbled. It was less a spoken word than a thought that entered her head a sense of eternity. Open the door. Connect your past to your future. Zoya rested her head on the dragon's neck and felt strength flow through her. She heard her heart beating in time with his, slow and relentless, and beneath it a deeper sound, lower, one that touched everything, the sound of the universe, the making at the heart of the world. She wished she could be strong enough for this, but whatever Juris wanted from her, she could not find her way to it. You are the conduit, Zoya. You will bring the Grisha back to what they were meant to be before time and tragedy corrupted their power, but only if you can open the door. Why me, she wondered. Because you chose this path, because your king trusts you. Juris tipped his wing and wheeled back to the palace, because you are strong enough to to survive the fall. End quote, dun, 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 dun. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, we that's all that we covered. So, I'm guessing it's that time for... Grisha, Grisha Cast, Cast News! News! Sorry, I really, like, I just drifted off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I started thinking, I, I actually started watching the graphic, and I realized that, like, I think I always dance during that part. Yes. And expect... And I realized just then that no one's ever seen me dancing at that part because they're seeing that graphic. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Moving on. So, um, yeah, we do have some big news. Okay. So this has to do with what we were talking about in the beginning. So Grisha cast and Grisha circus discord, which is our lovely friend, Alex's group and everything. We are going to be, Together, sponsoring, creating a Netflix and chill Shadow and Bone premiere watch party marathon. (laughs) That was long. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Yeah. I'm not not chilling. Well, girl. Okay. (laughs) And this is not for the faint of heart because, I mean, we're we're watching the whole thing. 
Okay, we'll be watching it in the entire season with breaks. And the cool thing is Discord will be able to have, like, discussions if you want and, like, during the viewing. And this is an app on your phone or on your laptop. Um, lots more will be revealed soon. But as you know, of course, Friday, April 23rd, we will be setting a time later in that afternoon. We're not going to do it, like, right when it drops because... No. Here, that's like three or four in the morning. Yeah, no. Um, so we're gonna <laughs> figure out a time. We need to sleep. Yeah, we need to get our rest. Yes, for we, what's coming. We do. So we're gonna um have like a party. We're gonna have like a pre-party. It's gonna be kind of cool. Um, we're gonna um have some fun discussions, maybe a little live entertainment, and more will be revealed. So that's all on the um Discord app, and um. Yeah, so, to become a part of Discord, go give me a couple days, but go to GrishaCast.com to connect to that link, okay? Um, and from the show. Yes. She can, yes, thank you. <laughs> my, you're obviously my memory. Um, so, um, that's some big stuff. More will come soon. Um Obviously, also, Rule of Wolves comes out on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And I wanted to show you my pre-order gift showed up today. Oh. Look! Mm. And, huh. <laughs> oh, wait. Oops. There you go. Oh, Pam. I know. It wasn't a surprise because we knew what it was. But still, it came in the mail. I love that stuff. That's so, cute. It, it really is. Um, Another pin for your twin bag. Well, yeah, pretty much. Um, and this is going to be a surprise for Terry. Uh, um, we have a TikTok. Well, that's not the surprise. Okay. But, like, I that. yes, we now have a TikTok. Um, we're going to learn how to use it, like, real quickly, because after this show, we're done when we're recording, I've got a quick little new game that I'm going to play with Terry. And it's uh, it's called Inferni Flame Association. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So that's the surprise for Terry. She didn't know we're going to do that. So we're going to try <laughs> it real quickly. So if you're interested in figuring or learning what that is, check us out on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get used to saying that. <laughs> okay, so it that's it, folks. Next week, we're going to be reading chapters 26 and 28. 26 through 28. Sorry, yes. We're yeah, not 20, skipping 27. Yeah, please read 27. 26 <laughs> through 28. Okay, it's been a long one. We love you guys. We Thanks. Love you. You've made it this far. Thanks for hanging in there. Good night. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and now TikTok at GrishaCast. <laughs>